Hey everyone, my name is Mariana and I am the host of the Commitment to Growth podcast as well as the founder of the Resilience Life Coaching platform, Commitment to Growth. This is a personal growth-oriented space dedicated to helping ambitious young adults who want to develop long-lasting resilience in their personal, professional, and social lives. I coach on all things mindset development, reframing limiting thought patterns, habit building, vulnerability, and emotional freedom techniques, and more, all through evidence-based practice and lots of raw and honest conversation. Thank you so much for being here, and let's dive right in. Welcome back to the Commitment to Growth podcast, everybody. If you're new here, welcome. And if you're not new, welcome back. As always, such a pleasure to be here with you today. Thank you for choosing CTG as your daily dose of personal growth, motivation, inspiration for your personal discovery journey. I am so blessed to be here with you today. If you're here, it is probably because you are ready for the ride that I've got for you today because man, was this conversation ever eye-opening, holy smokes, reflection, evoking, and just so insightful. And the blessing that it was to do it with none other than my own godmother. Let me tell you about her. My godmother, Marta, has been in my life for about 16, 15, 16 years now. So what's really funny is that when my family and I first moved to Canada, the way that a lot of my parents made their immigrant friends, their immigrant Latino friends, was that I would hear kids speaking Spanish on the playground and would start talking to them and then eventually bring them over to their parents and would get my parents and their parents talking. And Marta became my godmother that way as well. It was either that way or I think she was at a friendly function with her kids who also spoke Spanish. And then again, same matchmaking happened. I brought the kids over, mom and mom and Marta started talking and the rest is history. And now she's my godmom and now she's here to speak with you about the incredible work that she does. So my godmother is a healer through the work of Theos. So this is a, you could call it like a branch of alternative medicine that focuses on how to alter your physical health, your physical reality by healing your inner landscape first. So in this conversation, we dove deep into how our perspective on life, how our traumas, how our vast life experiences can contribute to the alteration of our frequency, of our mindset, of our vibration in a way that manifests itself as physical ailment. And we go all into how my godmom has learned to heal people in this way. This includes me. She has, uh, from a distance, uh, connected to me and helped me heal when I've been physically ill or been having um, like injuries even. She has given me all the insight on how to do so and what the actual root cause of the problem is. Everything from boosting uh, certain foods that I eat to just the most recent one was she encouraged me to go out into our yard and to place my feet in the grass first thing in the morning just to like enhance that connection to to nature but also to like take in all of like the sun energy that is already healing and is abundant among us so such a cool conversation and we dive into her recent thesis that she wrote about our relationship to death none other and how 
embracing the reality of death and what death really means as a way to heal and as a way to make the most of our present reality and as a way to really be like more in tune with our spirituality when we understand what death really means for our vastness and our infiniteness. So, oh my gosh, it was such a good conversation. It was one of those moments where you think you know somebody because they've been like orbiting around around your life for so long and then they start speaking in a way that you've never heard them speak before and you're like, my gosh, like I just unearthed like a whole new layer to this person and to my my understanding of this person. So if you take nothing else away from this conversation today, just know that we often don't spend the time relearning who the people in our most inner orbits are and have become. And it's so important to take that time and to take that intentionality to like, if it's like your partner, like dating them again, if you're already married or like if you've been dating for a while, treating it like it's it's the first time you're going out with them. And same with your family, right? Like your parents have been maybe within your, your inner world for a very, very long time and have been a consistent uh, role in our life for many of us. But we forget of their we forget about their individualism beyond their parenthood and same goes for our siblings same goes with some of our friends and so take some time this week i encourage you to just like go on a coffee date go for a walk find a time to meet with somebody that you that is really close to you and that maybe you've kind of fallen to like a very consistent routine with and take the time to ask them things you've never asked them before or introduce concepts into conversation that you've never explored together before because this is really how we deepen our essence of somebody and deepen our connection to them at that so i am super excited and before we embark on this journey together with my godmom i want to tell you about the newest offering that i have for the commitment to growth community this particularly for the women of this community it is a new group a new bi-monthly women's circle that I have just opened up. It is called Growth Hour. So this is a bi-monthly women's circle where you explore vast themes of resilience, personal transformation, and healing. I've heard from so many women who start on their journey of personal development that they struggle to find people who embrace this perspective and this approach to life because so many women that start on this path end up being the cycle breakers in their families and their friend groups by putting the lens onto themselves and stopping to seek validation from the external world as I think that we are really taught to do in our early 20s, our 30s, and whatever stage of life you're in, that there's always that influence around us, right? So if you are a cycle breaker, if you're somebody who is just wanting more community, if somebody that maybe doesn't have the financial or time resources to dedicate to a full coaching program, to a group coaching program, this group is designed to dismantle those barriers and provide a space that is not just accessible, but also affordable for women of all backgrounds to come together to explore these topics together. The sessions are 75 minutes in length, half of which are me kind of giving like a group coaching style format presentation and slides and then intermixed in there for the rest of the time, our group discussions, our self-led exercises that I guide you through to advance you on your journey of personal discovery. 
I am so excited about this group. We already have members that have joined. And because it is the first time that I'm launching it to celebrate, I am offering your first month free. As you are listening to this before Black Friday, so that is November 24th of 2023, you can still go and sign up to get your first month free. So I will link the program webpage in the description of this episode so that you can go get first grabs because we've got limited seating. You can give your first month a try. And if you join before the November 24th deadline, you also get 15% off the next time that you join the group. So I am super excited to offer this to you. Head to the program webpage for more information on what is included in your membership, what you can expect. Also the detailed list and descriptions of the topics for the next three months that I am so excited about. The very first one that we are kicking off is called How Nervous Is Your Nervous System? And it is an ode to the transition between December to the new year because I know that it's very overwhelming. It can be really scary for many of us that have embarked on a journey towards New Year's gold before with maybe a lot of pressure on ourselves, a lot of hope for success, and it has fallen apart before before us. My goodness. And I know all too well the ripple effect that comes from seeing a goal that you're working towards just dismantle in front of you and not reap the results that you were hoping for. And I know the damage that that can cause to your self-confidence, but over time, I have developed such consistent and successful habits that have helped me see consistent results over time. And I want to set you up for the exact same amount of return on your biggest aspirations. So this session is all about how to start healing our nervous systems to start really seeing the areas in which we need to direct our energy and our time to start reaping those results and to start seeing growth where it needs to happen. So head over to the webpage that I have linked in the episode description so that you can go sign up and get your first month free. I am so excited to see you in there. And without further ado, here is the wonderful, stimulating, inspiring conversation with my godmother, Marta Ezeta. Hi, Mariana. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. It's so nice to have you here. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm, I feel really, really um, blessed to be here oh and my enjoy this time with you. Yeah, thank you. Oh, the blessing is all mine uh, because we have a really insightful conversation uh which you pitched actually you suggested that we sit down to have this conversation and i'm excited to learn from you and everything that you have to say so i want the audience to know a little bit about you so tell us about you who you are what you do and why you do what you do okay well well my name is martha Mm -hmm. um i'm the godmother of mariana i'm from mexico and since 2010 i'm started uh, journey as a healer by a coincidence to be honest I never thought that I would be in this path in my life um, it was because an aunt suggested me to start doing some stuff that she thought that I have the intuition and the <clears throat> and the gift to do and I just started to be honest just to do it for myself for my family when we moved to to Canada mm-hmm. and uh, people start asking me and I start really enjoy it too to to it's not that i heal people to be honest because people heal by themselves but have to Mm. be responsible from the people their own health and in this path i just found that how much you can do when you heal other people for yourself too 
And when you do something for your health and you heal mm -hmm. yourself, you heal others. It's oh. we are all together. So it's so beautiful. So I started this journey in 2010 with a biomagnetic therapy is from Dr. Goyce. It's very, very famous in Mexico and Latin America and Spain. Uh, and now I'm doing this uh, in my journey. I just started looking that our body is not only on balance point of pH because magnets are what they do, balance the pH. And I start getting more in touch with other bodies that we have and about more per perception and see things that, and start feeling things that we all can do it, but it's when you really go inside you and stop and silence. So that's my journey, Mariana, and I love to, to oh share it with us. <laughs> that's so, I didn't know that it had been a that long. Um, it feels like I've always known that side of you, but then again, I, maybe that's as far as we've known each other we met our our families met in canada as immigrants um how how did your aunt know that you had a gift or did you always sense that gift yourself mm, to be honest i always be in touch with uh well always happen me things by intuition or perception i don't say that i'm a medium or something like that but i really have a good perception and that's another really amazing thing that i found in my journey is everyone can develop all these abilities. Mm -hmm. And the more you are in touch with yourself, the more you can feel and sense the other people's and not only other people's animals, plants, or things that could happen. So um, you can use all these things to make conscience around you. And that's, mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the gift of everything, because mm -hmm. the more conscious you become, the more connect you are with everything and with yourself. Oh my gosh. Okay. I have so much I want to ask about that. <laughs> um, where do I start? Um, what do you define as being connected to yourself versus what people might think? Okay. That means that's a very important question because everyone talk about connection, about mm -hmm. consciousness. And to be honest, I, I grew up with my dad always saying about the consciousness and mm -hmm. to me really understand what it really means took so long mm -hmm. because it's so different knowledge than wisdom, for example, the Ooh. knowledge is something that mm -hmm. someone or the outside put you in you. Wisdom is something that you have inside you. What happened? Um, be inside us. Well, if I can talk about it a little bit more to explain, we yeah. have two brains, Please. two hemispheres in the brain, the left and the right. And we need both to work together. But the thing is, the way our society is, is we put more emphasis in our left side of the brain, with the logic, the math, the language, all the things that have to be with separation that's the why that's why with a logical or we start thinking them and i mm -hmm. you see and so when we start thinking about them and i we start making judges mm. we start putting stickers to say something that's good kind of like and bad the, the ego. like it not yeah. like it 
So that's the way our um, left part of our brain works. The right side is about the intuition, the perception. And this part of the brain, it's more about union. It never mm. see the other as another, see the other as part of me. So mm -hmm. it's so different because in that part of the brain, it doesn't, it doesn't make the space for judgment, mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. analysis It's more included. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if you're really interested in that, I have, a well, I found a, a doctor who is, she's from Harvard. She's studied neuroscience and she have, um, an incident, um, she has a stroke one one morning, and when she wake up, she start notice that because she's she she's a doctor and she explained it in YouTube. She has a very nice video if you're interested to see it, mm -hmm. how the brains work, because um her left side have the stroke, mm -hmm. so she start per perceiving and moving through the world in her apartment only with the right side of the brain. Oh, wow. And all the experience yeah. that she shared with us are amazing. How we perceive the things without limitation with, between you and I, for example. Mm -hmm. So, and that's a part of the brain that we don't develop. In school, they just focus in the other side. Mm -hmm. Society is the same thing. So that's why it's so difficult to us to start thinking about the other part. And we think it's just for medium or people who have um, abilities outside everyone and it's not a true everyone can do it but you have to develop the inside the silence in you and that's another part that is really oh, important to talk wow. about it is yeah. the be by yourself everyone is scared to be alone if you see a kid alone you think it's something wrong mm -hmm. and it's not true it's really mm -hmm. important be by yourself know yourself feel good with you Mm -hmm. And it's when the wisdom start coming. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Why? Why do you think that people are afraid to be by themselves? And do you think that because we're afraid to be alone, that's why we don't develop that part? It's, it's cultural. It's cultural. It's because we always mm -hmm. focus in the outside. Everyone is. Mm -hmm. Listen music, watching videos. Now with the social media, everyone's on their phones. Mm -hmm. But everything is putting all the attention in the outside, never in the inside. Mm -hmm. If you ask people how they feel, most of the people don't know how they feel. It's incredible, but they oh not gosh. even know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's one thing to say, um, like the way that the way that I was taught, or at least after getting into more spirituality and more self-help stuff. Everybody's like, well, there's a difference between, every, everybody says, I am anxious, I am mad, I am sad, but you separate yourself from the feeling by saying, no, I feel sad, mm -hmm. I feel anger. But when you create that separation, there's a lonely like middle ground where you realize that you're not your emotions almost. And so I almost think that we don't know how to define ourselves in absence of saying I am sad, yeah. I am something. And I think that makes the the journey inwards very scary because when you realize that you are not your work, your hobbies, your 
your feelings, that is true spirituality. Yeah. Is like realizing that you are like is is answering that question actually like who are you what what are you exactly you know? and that's mm -hmm. the gift that's the, that's the gift about everything when you become in this journey when you start this this journey is the more inside you get in it's the more you you start the, the uh, it's like a line that you start making because it's you never you never stop learning about yourself. That's the amazing thing. Mm. But at the same time, you start finding more peace in everything that happened around you. And it's when you start notice the real you who mm -hmm. um, act in front of something, not react. Mm. When something mm -hmm. happened, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, you get an accident or something happened to your family and or it's something put you in a situation that you can feel really afraid and so you can getting mad. When you really are connected with yourself, you can see the difference between a reaction and an action. An action is an attitude. What attitude you're going to take mm -hmm. in front of the things, a difference of reaction that you just go by impulse and you're not even... Mm -hmm. It's not only thinking, it's also feeling if you are really that action if you oh, really oh feel gosh. if your really self feel good what, what are you thinking it's mm. it's very it's very subtle it goes so fast so that's why it's a practice to be inside you because the more congruency are between what you think what you feel and what you act mm. The magic is when it starts coming in your life because everything is coming the way you pull the energy out. Oh my gosh, I okay? love that. Okay, so yeah. I know it's, it's yeah. it sounds very complicated, but it at the same time is so simple. It's so simple. Truly, yeah. It's, it's like congruency being, yeah. and order. It's just that. True, but I I think I think it gets messy because we are not messy, but it can when we live in a universe that is programmed for disorder right like the law mm -hmm. of entropy it, it almost like goes outside of our true nature to well not even our true nature because i do think our true nature is congruency mm -hmm. but um perhaps it's it's that nature versus nurture idea where we are t we are we aren't taught how to live and act in congruency we are so our thoughts are so and tropic our thoughts are so messy and and everywhere that cultivating that congruency becomes very hard because we don't we don't separate ourselves from our thoughts so we we almost like attach ourselves to that disorder but that's why we have our body our mm -hmm. body is oh, our our yeah. best best friend in the journey because everything we feel it in our bodies our bodies mm -hmm. never lie to us. If we say something mm -hmm. that it's not true or it's not really who we are, we will feel it. That's, we really yep. feel it. <laughs> the thing yeah. is, there are people that doesn't want to see it or doesn't want to feel it yeah. and they'll deny it. And but they cannot deny; they can feel it when it's something wrong. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And that's the the I love the the how they say here, like feeling your guts, and it's true. Mm -hmm. It's really true. And we feel in the stomach, we feel in the guts, we feel in 
everywhere when yeah. is something wrong, when is something that is not alienated with who we really were. Mm -hmm. And that's when the illness is when it started too. Yeah. When we are not doing things or follow things that are really connected and alienated who, who really we are. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's the amazing thing about the, the healing because everyone are their own healers. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, so in line with all of that juicy stuff, tell us what personally got you into the study of Theos, which is the kind of healing that you're practicing now, and what led you to exploring this way of healing in particular? Okay, well, how I told you when I when I was doing the magnets, I just um, found like it's, we are not only the pH neutral, like mm -hmm. pH in our body, and we have other bodies like the mental body, the emotional body, and there's so many bodies like Mm -hmm. But the thing is, um, even with my patients, when I start looking like people like to talk when they really want to heal and they really mm -hmm. start making questions and yeah. they really want the one who guide me to start looking for another, for, for another kinds of helping. And, um, it was, it was also part of my, um, the things that my aunt told me. Mm -hmm. um, when I started, I remember that she told me about three books that I have to have. And one it was uh, Healing Hands. And I will give you the author of this book later. Mm -hmm. She's an American. She studies um, um, climate. Uh, climate studies, climate, <laughs> meteorology. meteorology. Yeah, there and she go. finished working in, the, in NASA. It's very interesting because she was looking all the campus magnets of the earth and after that she started looking like oh it's the same in humans so she, she started oh, wow. her journey of healing mm -hmm. about that and she healed with the hands and that would give me a lot of light and i really wanted to contact this lady and mm -hmm. but it was when i found this person in mexico who do almost same thing but it's different Okay. She healed with the hand, same thing. But what I feel so attractive with Teos is Teos um, helped not only to heal the body, it helps to um, drive you in some way, give you the direction so the patient can get more and more conscious about themselves. Mm -hmm. So okay. that's the thing that I really love it because the more conscious you are, the more connected are yourself, the more you know yourself, the less the less illness you have and mm -hmm. the more happy you become and the more the more you can give to the society, to your mm -hmm. community mm -hmm. and more happiness come to you. So and more and people want to see you people want the same thing as you have that happiness that peaceful so they you start making that contagious uh, contagious. contagious yeah you got it yeah. to, to the other people but no illness no virus no bacteria so <laughs> the good, good kind energy, of contagious good yeah Absolutely. so that's why i love this oh, therapy okay. okay so it's um maybe we can elaborate more on what theos is a practice so it's 
would you say it's a medicine that helps you understand yourself to then through heal? the no through the through the illness like oh wow. our okay. our illness is the body talking is your soul yeah okay. in, mm-hmm. is the soul is like you're not paying attention with something mm-hmm. so the body start like doing more stuff and not no you don't pay attention more and more so everything behind our symptoms is something always related mm, okay. with the way we live the way we process our thoughts, our feelings, the way we approach life. Mm-hmm. And it's not only because us, it's how your mom teach you. That's why many, that's why I found it, and not only me, many people who are healers found it, like when doctors say that it's, it's because your mom have this illness, more likely you will have it. And it's because we think the same way as our parents. Mm. We eat the same oh, way. Wow. We yeah. do many things the same way mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing when you know someone when they're little and after you saw them like after many years and you them like oh my god you speak exactly the same as your mom and, <laughs> and you don't like it when people say that but yeah, yeah, we yeah. we observe everything from our ancestors mm-hmm. so the way they process life the way they say things or don't say things it's mm-hmm. the same way as you do it interesting and that's the way you think too yeah. So it's a jump into the ocean of your ancestors, your life, your history, mm-hmm. why you think this is good and this is bad. It's to start rethinking and re-question everything in your life. Mm. So you become more you. Oh, my God. So it's, it's just a that. journey. Yeah. It's a, no, absolutely. And I, just become because you were sick. Which is so... A, it's so interesting that it takes getting sick to to see that, right? Because so many of us are carrying things that we don't even know we're carrying that aren't ours to carry, I always say. Um, could you give us an example? Like, I know that you had some training in, like, we don't have to go through every system in the body, but, like, you studied the lymphatic system and the digestive system. Well, like everything is connected. Well, th- this therapy works al- around the chakras. Like, there are eight uh, sewing. We call it sewing because we, it's very, it's not the same as Reiki, but is okay. we move the energy, but we said we're sewing the energy. We are connected with so many souls about everything. Okay. Not only just everything. So when it's something wrong, for example, in our stomach, for to say something, or in the pancreas, that is our third chakra. It's um, this sewing start to. It's not like broken, but it's it's like holes. So okay, you start like with this start with this touch. You start sewing the stuff and at the time you will start sewing the stuff because you were also working with the unconscious and that's the part that I said that perception is super important um, beside with the wisdom and it's because at the time as a healer you start becoming more perception more intuition like um, I need to say like for example when I'm with my patients I start feeling in my body things in their body so I can start asking them. Oh, wow. Okay. And sometimes they're not even things that have, they're, they're having in that moment. Maybe they fall one year ago and I have that pain in my knee. Mm. So, but 
but it's not because um, the knee is bad in that moment. It's because why you fall in that part, why your knee was hurt, mm. have a meaning. Oh. It's, so it's like you start Whoa. this blocking yeah. things that you have in your puzzle so that you still carry on. Interesting. So it's really okay. interesting, to be honest. It's, 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 and everything is about question themselves. Mm-hmm. Asking the, the right time. questions. Yes. And what would you say is the, like with the patients that you've worked with, some of like the most common not not physical pain that you feel but like pain that people are carrying like people things that people Most don't of the like people go have anxiety mm. it's a lot of you it's a lot of pressure in the sh- in the in the chest a mm. lot of pressure and anxiety yeah. towards yeah. something in particular or just most of the people carry like i can if i can tell you if from 10 8 have anxiety well and they not even feel that they have anxiety because they used to live with. Mm-hmm. So it's part of how they feel every used day. To living with it, yeah. Okay. So it's that's the thing. So start to make conscience about it. Mm-hmm. So when you start asking, most of the time they say, "No, I'm not anxiety. No, I'm fine. No." But just start letting think. But it's when start more things start uh, popping out. For example, um, well, I will talk about this patient. This patient is in Colombia. She's mm-hmm. from Colombia and um, um, she will start having problems um, with, a, the, with the ovarios and the mm-hmm. uterus. And um, what's the name of it? Uh, I forgot the name. Sorry. No, that's okay. Is it an organ? Or... No, 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 no. It's um, myomas. What's the name in English? Myomas. My melanoma? No, no, no. It's no. not melanoma. <laughs> it's very common that uh, many women have these oh, tissues cysts? inside. Oh, their... cysts. Oh, cysts. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> Two about brains. that. No, no, no. Sorry about that. I don't know all the names. Two in Spanish English. speakers. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. So <laughs> the thing is, I start feeling that sensation in my in in my body, but she never uh, uh, tell me about it. And after that, she said, "Well." You know why? I I think it was normal all the bleeding that I had because I just started becoming menopausal and that's I thought that bleeding is because of that, but she didn't not even take actions about it. And mm-hmm. uh, when we start digging and digging more and more and more, it was more the way she lives her sexuality all through her life. And it was mm-hmm. amazing. The more we start talking. It was not one therapy and the more she start opening about talking the more she starts seeing clear these symptoms go away and it was mm. uh it was very interesting because uh it wasn't during that time that she went to the doctor and they 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 found that she had that tissues inside her and mm-hmm. she was ready yeah. for for a procedure with a doctor and as soon as she starts seeing the things this one's just, like she don't need the surgery. She didn't need it. Wow. They go away. So wow. it took time, but it's it's part of the make conscious and really responsible. That's another mm. magic word about healing. You have to be responsible about everything in your life. 
mm-hmm. everything everything yeah. Absolutely. Why? Oh my gosh, that is so. Yeah. So, so the many way questions. It, I know, but at the, <laughs> yeah. in this in this situation, that when she becoming responsible about the way she lived her sexuality, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was when that she should start to disappear. Wow. You know, and wow. and it was it was really really it was not a major thing in her life, and it was um, but it was something that I could prove, and uh, it was amazing. To me and for the patient totally. too, and to the doctor too. Like she was like, "What are you doing? Like, what would you keep doing? What you're doing?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's it's her body trying to tell her that she is out of alignment with her truth and and how she should be living, how she actually probably wants to live, but is too afraid. Yeah. To live. Yeah. Interesting. Why Why do you think that people are afraid to take that responsibility? We don't used to it. Uh, we are because it's part of even for the brain it's more easy to judge someone else or to judge life mm-hmm. and don't see actually what is our part and the amazing thing and this is a key the more responsible you become the more freedom you get oh my god can the you say that again freedom. yeah the more responsible you get about everything in your life the more freedom you get my God, that hit me so hard. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, uh, I think one of the cruxes of reaching, like, doing this work, but also for me, like, being in my twenties, is what mainstream society calls now, like, you learning to parent yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Is like you giving yourself what you weren't given as a child or what you needed, but didn't know how to communicate, and now you're trying to figure out. Like having that relationship with your inner child mm-hmm. almost to to heal up that part of yourself. Have you seen a lot that that part of people, like their inner child, is res- not responsible for, but like is trying to communicate to mm-hmm. people like through their health? Oh almost? yeah, it's always. No, it's always. Oh, and this journey gosh. that you just turned on, yeah, nice for all your life. Oh. Amazing. It's forever. <laughs> so yeah. the be- the, that's yeah. why the, my only advantage for you will be the faster you get responsible, <laughs> the yeah, more peaceful you will live. Absolutely. You will find that. It, it's, it's, it's how I said when you were inside you and you said, okay, this part is mine. That part is yours. But anyways, I, only, I still have my part. Mm-hmm. In any relation, and not only with humans, it's relation in your work, it's how you... Even eating. Let's talk about food. Mm, we are what we eat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that's, it's, it's everything. How we um, process our feelings. That's another thing. If you don't like to get mad, why you don't make peace with mad? It's okay to be mad. It's something mm, that helps you. Totally. Mad helps you to put limits. But yeah. after that, you don't need the mad. Let it go. Just use it for what it's made. Totally. I think that comes back to um, the responsibility piece leading us to more freedom, right? Because as soon as we associate ourselves with, the, like when we say, you know, I am angry, I am the anger, is when you've lost your freedom. Is because if you don't have res- the responsibility to release it, which I think a lot of us don't, a lot of us don't know how, is when we lose the freedom because then that the energy of anger stays stored within us and then comes up in what probably you see. 
Oh yeah. In your work. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. No, for sure, for mm -hmm. sure. But yeah, how I told you, first thing is be responsible. In others, that's the other thing that is really important when you go inside yourself. Like in for example, in Teos, our one of our major uh how you call it columna vertebra our, our ver spinal column yes yeah in in Teos is go back to us and we always say i'm going back to me going going back to me is it's a kind of meditation but it's in just a second it's just breathe and feel feel myself starting feeling my body my our how i told you before our body is our first friend in this journey Mm -hmm. And after it's like, okay, I'm angry. How I feel the angry in my body? It's in here. Why I angry? Mm -hmm. And just see it. If it's someone else to make me mad, what it will be my action about this, my attitude about this, mm -hmm. not my reaction, my attitude. I can have the attitude to be compassion or I can have the attitude just go away, put a distance. Mm -hmm. just take care of myself mm -hmm. what i need to do yeah do it totally oh i i love that i uh it's it's like i said i think it's it's the balance of of understanding like what how long you should hold on to something before you release it right because i think that there is a lot of power in feeling those emotions but it's when they start to impact us that sometimes it's too late mm -hmm. arguably to notice like the effects that they've had because they've been there too long so yeah it's a balance of letting yourself feel but also not associating with that emotion yeah you know well if you can imagine like we always think oh how emotions can really do something to our body but emotions go a trap in the organs or in other parts of our body so mm -hmm. imagine you have squeezed your hand Mm -hmm. Squeeze your hand for one hour, for one day, oh and try God. to open it after that. It's the same thing. It's like, oh, it's just taken like that. So that's analogy. why it make yeah. so much damage sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's about just energy because what happened, energy is always flowing, flowing. Mm -hmm. Imagine it's like a river all the time have to flow. In the moment that we start making that contractions, what happened? It doesn't flow. So... It's just dying. So energy it's gets dead. trapped. Exactly. Yeah. That's why it's so important, the sewing. Mm -hmm. We say sewing, but it's, it's let's start moving the energy and making what it was, that contraction, your sewing and relief. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. So you just wrote a wonderful thesis for your class on death. None other. Very interesting topic. Tell us about your your thesis on death. Like, why do you think so many people fear death? Well, first of all, I start I I choose this subject because to me, always being dead, um, it's going to sound for our culture kind of crazy, but for me, that is something magical. Mm -hmm. It's something that opens doors to the real us. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. most of the people are afraid because, well, how I say, explain about the brain. If we always put our attention in the outside, mm -hmm. we define ourselves with the outside, who we are. Mm 
mm-hmm. what we do, our names, our gender, many things that mm-hmm. are just outside. And the real things is in the inside. Actually, I love one thing that Esgar Toller said that is always like, um, when we are looking the outside, we are sleeping, we are dreaming. Mm-hmm. And when we really mm-hmm. th- yeah. see our inside, is when we are really awake. Yeah. And Yo, I yeah. love this because oh, wow. it really describes how it is. And actually this amazing uh, person, Toller, um, I love the way he explained things about being the present and it's part of the thing to be inside you. Mm-hmm. Um, but another thing that he said about that that is really important is um, he said that society who deny that deny themselves and they really stop um stop the connection with that door who give you to the inside where the magic really is the really who we are mm-hmm. it's inside mm-hmm. and uh it, it's it's amazing how now even science start um getting to the same say the same thing as all the traditional religions said in the past, everyone starts saying the same thing, no? Mm-hmm. Like now, the theory of Einstein, no? The, so that everything is energy and you cannot mm-hmm. destroy energy. Right. No? And yeah. it's the same thing and everything is a movement. And other, the, the other thing that it's amazing about this jury is about that we are the opposites all the time. We are... Mm-hmm the inside and the outside, we are the, the light and the darkness. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's all this thing about physical context. Mm-hmm. We are the particular and we are the waves. The waves, yeah. We are both. Mm-hmm. We are just stay and we move mm-hmm. at the same time. And that's the way our universe work mm-hmm. about the opposites. Mm-hmm. Opposites are not opposites at the end. So life and death. They're opposites, mm, or no. they are the same thing. Oh, at wow. the end. that's something to think about. Yeah. <laughs> so, and the more you talk with people who are approaching that, the more they start giving peace inside them and really have the acceptance of the moment. They become so wisdom, and mm-hmm. they don't talk about that. They talk about life, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and touch everyone. And it's also when the people start getting um approaching to that not only themselves the people around who love them everyone start getting more sensitive and start letting themselves mm-hmm. to be more who they are mm-hmm. and start looking mm-hmm. more the inside mm-hmm. and they start talking things that they never talk yeah so it's a magic moment Absolutely. it's a gift yeah so that's why i I start. You pick that topic. Yeah. I, I love that as a reason for picking the topic. And I, I found interesting that you, at the beginning, you said um, that you were going to say something crazy for our culture, because I know um, where you and I were born in Mexico, like death is something very, is contextualized very differently than in Canada. Like we have the day of the dead in our case, yeah. that's coming up. Like we celebrate, um, we put a lot of emphasis on how our ancestors are spending their time in the afterlife and we send them gifts and we, um, you know, we pray like that's that culture around death is a lot more present. Death is 
like a force in our culture, mm-hmm. almost like an entity um, versus in we'll also say Northern Western culture in Canada, where we are, there's a lot more grief and loss around death. And I think that creates such a different experience around death where there's still sadness, mm-hmm. of course, and in both countries in both our countries but it's almost like in mexico there's more celebration around it and it sounds like you know if if we treated it more that way we we would feel a lot more liberation because it's not death is not the end it's a, it's a door yeah yeah mm-hmm. for sure for sure and well in mexico also like we have the day of the dead but how many people in mexico are conscious about it we still mm-hmm. having saying no, suffering yeah. as a totally. western culture and totally the, the reality is it's because we are not in touch with ourselves so the really part of mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. that it's they cannot be destroyed mm-hmm. that's oh, why i, I always that. said go inside inside because that's the real you that is always to be and always been Mm-hmm. The other one, yes, they're going to that gender, that physical, that voice. Yes, it's going to die. It's going, but that's not the part that it's mm-hmm. really you mm-hmm. to find you. So when you're really in touch with the part that is really you, you know that you are nothing can destroy you, and yeah. you go through everything, and you can touch many things. And uh, the thing that I love about the 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 process of dying is the energy that mm. people open through because it's something that it's it's not related with our mother culture from the outside mm-hmm. really confront us we we cannot run away it's something that we know it's going to happen mm, to everyone it's a constant yeah you know what i'm saying interesting and it's, it's it it doesn't matter who you are what you have yeah how you if you're a doctor if you're an engineer if it doesn't matter who you are yeah or the way you live you're going to die mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. who's going yeah. to die it's just mm-hmm. that yeah. actor yeah in this moment yeah but the real you never no i think that's such a beautiful testament to the like the quote that i've been hearing a lot is you are you are a, a soul having a human experience. experience. I feel like death is the crux of of that because death is a uniquely like what you said. It's 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 nature. It's a uniquely human experience. It's that the human vessel that we are occupying dies, and so when we come face to face with death, with the death, the friction that we're actually feeling and the fear that we're feeling towards it is not. It, it's it's that human self fearing yeah. that it's not our our actual self exactly, feeling it. Exactly. That's so interesting. Yeah, and also uh-huh. with this therapy, well, I have the experience that why also I choose this um, this subject is because we tell us we help a lot of people to alienate the soul mm. when it's time to go, and also because of the perception, if there are people who has uh, like lost consciousness in the last days or in the last months. We can still connect them with that with that person mm. because uh, it's the same as does that that doesn't exist. Time doesn't exist, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we still connect them. We're still having um, message and ways. Like um, I have the fortune to treat people before die, and and also um, 
helping the grief of the family. And mm-hmm. I have very, uh, very touching experience about how the people who pass said to the Buddha, the loved ones, and mm-hmm. even things that are how I will know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and um, it's more, it's more um, when you are in a grief to someone to loss and someone connect you, you know that it's, it's not that. It's, yeah. It doesn't have a body, but still with us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's, so it's very, very beautiful that part too. Totally. How how do you think that we as a society can and as human beings can become more comfortable with the idea of death to help us right now? Same thing. It's just going inside you. Mm-hmm. Start not see yeah. outside, outside. Oh, what's what is who who define you? What define you? Mm-hmm. You make that question to you. Really define you what you're doing, your work, or where you went to school or the university or your mm-hmm. family or your ancestors. or I don't deny that is part of us, but who really you are? Or what's the card that you're playing with this mm-hmm. game? No, it's life. Mm-hmm. No, with this personality that you choose. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So in becoming more comfortable with, in going inside, you dissolve the the part of you that is not dissolve the part of you that is human because you can't do that but you dissolve your attachment to the human experience you make peace if I you, make peace, you with, make peace with oh my gosh you make i love peace that with, yeah you make peace and not only make peace you know what you want and how get it and why you're here oh, I love and that. it's it's yeah. like your purpose in life like mm. who really know what is the purpose in life unless we go inside yeah absolutely i think that that's a hot topic right is like so many people are like well how can i find my purpose like i pe- people think that actually here, here's a good question how would you tell somebody uh, what would you tell somebody who asked you that they couldn't find their purpose because a lot of people think that it's like a job or like a position that they mm-hmm. hold as as a mother or a father and i think my view is that we don't have one purpose we serve many but some people who still don't you know associate with people who don't have that attachment to something as their purpose what would you tell them well you said something that is really important like a purpose in life is not like um a career or a job or um, if you want to become parents or married, there's many things. Your really purpose in life is, for example, if you really um, feel like you are very kind, mm-hmm. what you can do with mm-hmm. kindness, mm-hmm. how you mm-hmm. make your world and the world of your loved ones better through kindness. Oh, and wow. that's when you start yeah. doing that is when yeah. you start things the universe is amazing when you start asking but taking action how i said for example with this thing the universe start putting success persons that help you Mm -hmm. to find the path yeah it's just like that you you need to you you need to really uh trust Mm -hmm. trust that it's really hard but we need to trust that we are not alone Mm 
and we always guide and it's true we always guide but we need to ask also mm -hmm. for the guidance yeah i always for god is like the same as say thank you we need to ask for guidance. we need to ask we don't for ask guidance. they we, not give us the guide. don't we yeah no i think there's a lot of i think that's also like the human experience clashing like butting heads with the spiritual is like you don't ask for help because that's ego right ego says i don't ask for help but that ego i see as something more as the human experience rather mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. the spiritual yeah yeah i think you need to go always go to the simple the simple, the simple is is a key is a key oh, i love that do you have anything else that you want to tell the audience aside from all the wisdom you already shared with us is there anything else you'd like the audience to know well, first of all, that don't be afraid to be by them by yourself. Like mm -hmm. being silent and by by yourself is the major gift you can do to yourself and give to yourself. Mm -hmm. Be by be by yourself, and um, and also it's not only to yourself because when you give to yourself, you can give to others. Mm -hmm. And always remember that it's it's not only give, give, give. If you don't receive, you cannot give. Mm -hmm. so it's both oh, ways so both things it's a reminder i needed to hear today for sure all right uh the tradition on the commitment to growth podcast is that every guest at the end gets three quick fire questions i know she's like super surprised right now <laughs> i didn't tell her this no. so uh the same the first two questions are the same for each guest but the okay. last one is unique to you okay okay so you have to answer like with the first thing that comes to mind Okay. You ready? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing that comes to my mind. The first thing that comes to your mind. Yeah. Okay. okay. So the first question is, what is your favorite quote? Quote. Mm -hmm. No quote. Um, <laughs> bicho or like. Um, oh, okay. Bicho. Okay. <laughs> she Sorry, said like I quote, like, like that you wear a coat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, not the quote, not the quotes you wear, the quotes you read or listen to. Yeah. <laughs> I go back to me. Oh, I love that. Perfect. We all needed to hear that. Okay. Uh, what song is currently stuck in your head? I Dust in the Wind. Dust in the Wind. Oh my goodness. Everybody's going to go listen to that song right after this. Okay. And the third question is, and this one is like unique to you okay. based on your episode. Um, if somebody stopped you on the street and asked you what, what love was based on your definition of love, it was in relation to like spirituality, what would you tell them? The most powerful energy in the universe. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. I love that. Thank you for being here. This oh, was amazing. <laughs> I got to sit with my godmom for an hour. Uh, can people find you anywhere? Do you have a website? Nope. That's no. okay. That's okay. That's my phone. Okay. I will. <laughs> I need to do my Instagram. I'm terrible with computers. That's okay. I need to change that. I, I know that I need to say that. But yeah. That's okay. As soon as she has a website, mm -hmm. I will link it to the show notes and everybody will be the first to know because... Uh, I want everybody to know about you and what you're doing. So thank you, Mariana. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank this you was for so the lovely. Time. I love it. Thank I'm excited. you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. Yay. 
that is another episode of the commit to growth podcast for you once again everybody thank you for tuning in you are so appreciated here your time your effort your energy is so heartfelt in this space if you enjoyed that episode don't forget to like and subscribe send it to a friend who might find it helpful because let's be real who wouldn't benefit from a conversation on healing from the inside out. If you like this episode as well and want to be updated on the most recent ones that drop, head over to Instagram. It's at commitment to growth. You can also find it listed in the show description. Follow me, let's connect. And you can also be uh, in tune with the latest episode drops and other initiatives that are going on in the commitment to growth community. Check out the website. It is www.commitmenttogrowth.com. Check out the coaching programs that I've got listed there. I'm about to roll out some really exciting New Year's offers on evolution for you. If you didn't get the chance to sign up last time to that one-on-one coaching program, it's my signature coaching program. I absolutely love it. And ahead of the new year, for those of us that are looking for vast, transformative, and amazing lifelong change, I am offering this program at a discounted rate. So make sure that you are ready for when that discount drops because the seats will be limited as well. And I'm also on TikTok. It's at Commitment to Growth as well. And I will let you know as soon as Marta has a website up because as we heard, she does not yet. But if any of you are interested in having a reading done by her or a uh, long distance uh, check in done by her. I'm very happy to send you her contact information. So just message me on Instagram or shoot me an email. It's Mariana at commitmenttogrowth.com. And I'm very happy to connect you both in that way. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed having you here for this episode and I cannot wait to see you in the next one. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you next time.